You're listening to What the Dev, the weekly podcast of SD Times. And now, here's Jacob Lukowitz, online and social media editor at SD Times. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, we're going to be talking about some of the problems that DBAs face and how a major update to SQL Monitor is positioned to help with some of those problems. With me today is Jeff Foster, Redgate's head of product engineering. Great to have you here, and thanks for coming on. Yeah, fantastic to be here. Thank you. Great. So uh, to start off, can you tell our listeners what are some of the problems that DBAs and developers face when they query tuning and optimization? So I think it's worth taking a, a step back and thinking about how the, the world's changed over the last few years. So databases are constantly growing, both in the size of the databases and customers are collecting or companies are collecting more data to make data-driven decisions but also in the, the number of databases that the typical um, company architecture will have in place. So you put that together and that growth of microservices and new architectural formats, often having an independent database everywhere. And you've got this absolutely humongous swathe of databases that both database developers and um, individual programmers have got to understand. And that means you've got all of these people that need to understand databases. And it's often down to this, only a sort of few specialists in, a, in your typical organization, the DBAs, who've got to keep it running. But amongst them, you've got all these developers who've got to take ownership of, of the products they're delivering. And the database isn't their natural home. They need to understand how the code they've written is impacting the database. And it's that mutual understanding that I think is the really important thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and. Uh, what, more specifically, what are some of the problems with query tuning? Is it sort of difficult to see what might be the underlying root of a problem? Because I understand that there's a lot of... Um, uh, kind of yeah, there's, there's a, a huge amount of... Yeah, a huge amount of complexity there. So monitoring a database is, is the first step. Understanding whether the metrics are heading in the right direction, up or down, right? That's the first level of insight. Mm-hmm. But monitoring alone isn't enough. You need some tooling that really understands the database and can turn that raw information into something you can actually do something with. You need to find that common language that works across developers and DBAs. It's no use knowing if you've got a problem unless you can do something about it. Um, so I've got a little example, actually, of a problem we recently had at Redgate within our internal services team that illustrates this quite well. So a few weeks ago, we added some new functionality in our internal systems that match user licenses against their product entitlement. It's a re- it was a really boring change, we hoped. It was just matching a simple string in a database against a, another table. Um, our development team, we use test-driven development, and we use an object relational mapper like Entity Framework to go from writing some C-sharp code to generating the queries. So we did as we always do. We write the tests. We know it's doing the right thing. Um, So we're confident, and we go ahead and deploy that into production. Mm -hmm. But soon after deployment, we had an alert sent from SQL Monitor to the development team's Slack channel saying that there's a long-running query. And this is a bit of a surprise to the dev team. This is one of the most simple changes we could ever make. We've literally just added four columns to a table and done a simple select statement. Mm -hmm. As a dev team, we're not... I shouldn't say this as a red game employee, but not all the developers are experts in the intricacies of database. We use our own tools to help understand that. So we click the alert and we go to the SQL Monitor page and it says that a long running query has been detected. 
this is a bit of a surprise, right? So we fire up SQL Monitor and we start to try and dig into that. A click away from that is the query plan. So if you don't know what a query plan is, it's basically when a database receives a query, it has to work out how to action that query. And there can be lots of options. It's a, a deeply complicated thing. If you're looking at looking at it as an inexperienced developer, it can be a bit of gobbledygook, if I'm honest. Mm -hmm. What we do with SQL Monitor is we try and turn that query plan into something a human can understand. And in this case, we immediately see a note as a dev team underneath that says a type mismatch is causing an implicit conversion that could negatively impact performance. Mm. Bit detailed, right? Yeah. But what that actually does is it tells us the source of the error. And we look then at the query plan, do a bit of Googling, understand the problem, and we can see that an index scan is occurring. Now, what's happened is instead of us um, having a lookup, as we'd expect, that would take lots of time, SQL Server's having to go through each row individually, convert from A to B, and look it up. It turns out that underneath the hood, when we were using that simple object relational mapper, it was generating code, making some daft assumptions. A one-line change of the code enabled us to, to massively improve the performance of that. Uh, if anyone wants to know the gory details, please drop me a note, but it, it was fun. But the key thing there is we had a system like SQL Monitor that alerted us that a query was causing problems. The tool was able to interpret the data to give the developers a head start on how to solve the problem. And we were able to understand that, make that test rapidly and deploy that into production. Mm -hmm. We didn't have to get a DBA's expertise because SQL Monitor is providing that for us. Um, mm. I think it's that whole end-to-end -end process that you really need to get key for performance tuning. It's understanding when things go wrong in production, that alerting type engine, being able to react incredibly quickly, trace the query that's causing the problem, load up, do the anal analysis, dig into the problem. But then once you've solved the problem, you need to be able to deploy the solution again quickly um, and repeat that loop again as necessary. If no alerts are being triggered, then finally you can kind of sleep easy at night. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's all very interesting. Um, so what prompted Redgate to put in these updates now? Is it sort of the state of dealing with databases now? Is, is it something that customers have been requesting for a while? A lot of it comes from our understanding of our customers' problems. So we're hearing from customers that you know, they've got so many databases, they've got a much broader spectrum of people using those databases. Our customers want to find ways to empower their developers and DBAs alike to understand what's going on. And the sort of features we're putting in place um, aim to basically democratize the understanding of the database so that everyone can speak the same language when they're talking about SQL Server monitoring problems or database problems in general. A monitor provides that canvas across database administrators, developers, uh, people who fiddle around with SQL scripts from end to end. Right. OK. And how does the recommendation feature work now on SQL Monitor? And how does that help streamline with monitoring? So with the recommendation feature, we're really drawing on our expertise from um, Redgate valuable professionals like Grant Fritchie, Steve Jones. We're leveraging their expertise and encoding it in the tool. So we're looking for patterns of common performance problems, and we're highlighting those to our customers. So they're able to get the insight of expert database administrators straight away in the tool. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. And what uh, suggestions do you have for DBAs? Uh, what do they need to know to get the most out of some of these features? And how can they, in general, improve their monitoring practices? Yeah, I, I think the key thing with, with monitoring is to work with the business to understand what, what are your objectives, right? So if you're, are you interested in prioritizing uptime? Is that the single most important thing to you? In which case you should define your alerting criteria around those key metrics. If query performance is incredibly important, then you should set tight constraints for how long queries should take to execute. And you should set that up so that developers are alerted when queries they've written cause those kind of problems. So I think my recommendation would be start with the business goals you're trying to achieve map them down into each lower level. And to give a more concrete example, perhaps you don't care if the overnight reporting query takes eight hours to run because no one's actually using your product at that point. It's an overnight maintenance window. Those are the sort of things you don't want to get alerted on. But equally, if it's uh, Black Friday coming up and you're trying to push sales through your website, maybe you want to set that tolerance a lot tighter. No queries last longer than 100 milliseconds, for example. It, it yeah. starts with the business goal down into the, the database. I see. Okay, great. Thank you so much for your insight. Is there anything else that uh, is important as a key takeaway that listeners can have? I think one really cool feature SQL Monitor's added recently is what we call the query impact score. And that's mm -hmm. brilliant because it gives you just a single number that categorizes how heavily a particular query is hitting your database. That number's brilliant because it gives you that shared understanding between developers and DBAs. So you can understand uh, what sort of query profiles you should be aiming for when you're building features. It's super cool. You should try it out on monitor.redgate.com. All right, cool. All sounds very good. Great. Well, it looks like that's all the time we have for today's show. And I want to thank you again, Jeff, for coming on. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in today. Be sure to check out all of our weekly episodes on your favorite podcast listening platform. Till next time, this has been What the Dev.